This is the Incremental Gains Podcast, helping you to improve on yesterday, every day. This podcast is brought to you by Maximum Edge CIC. For more information, go to www.maximumedge.org.uk. Hello everyone, welcome to the Incremental Gains Podcast. In this episode, I want to look at mindfulness topic I've been wanting to discuss for a while. It's just took me a little time to sort of get my head around it. I'm not really going to talk about where it originates from, but I want to talk I want to talk about what it is and my definition of it if you like. A lot of people have their own ways of describing what mindfulness is and I'm going to take you through my own little journey with it and how I get my head around what it is and how I utilize it in in my everyday life. So mindfulness, one of the best ways I've heard it described and explained is using it in reverse, using the opposite word for it. So mindlessness. So if you think of mindlessness, what does that mean? We've all had them days where we go down the rabbit hole on YouTube or Facebook and then before we know it, Half an hour's gone by. Well, that to me is an example of mindlessness. How many times have we been in a scenario, a future event or a conversation, approaching our boss or something, or a friend has annoyed us and we're thinking about the next time we see them and what we're going to say, and we replay this conversation over in our heads, and then this is going to happen, and then what if this happens? Before we know it, we've played and constructed a whole future scenario in our heads that is based on nothing but our own perceptions and insecurities. Again, an example of mindlessness. Another example could be in my life, maybe I'm walking the dog and I'm just lost in my head, I'm lost in my thoughts. And before I know it, I get to the main road and I don't even remember walking from our house through the nature reserve. I've missed all that beauty and all that nature and all the wildlife because I've been lost in my head. So a little bit like daydreaming, getting lost in events, getting lost in conversations in your head, giving your thoughts energy. So what is what mindfulness, what is it not? It doesn't have any religious connotations. You don't have to sit there in full lotus, wearing ceremonial robes. There are forms of meditation that ask you to use a mantra. This isn't one of them. We're talking about transcendental meditation when we look at um, having mantras. And mindfulness doesn't take years to achieve. It doesn't take years to achieve this, this inner peace. And I'll discuss that inner peace a bit later on and I'll expand on that. The way I define mindfulness is just having an awareness. An awareness, first of all, in your environment, what's going on around you. An awareness of your body and where your body sits in that environment. The sensations within the body. And then an awareness of the thoughts, the thought traffic in your mind. And you can start now with mindfulness. You can start now. When was the last time, and 
when was the last time you actually sat on your own? No phone, no interruptions, just sat there in peace and quiet and was completely present, not thinking about the future, not dwelling on the past, completely in the present moment with your own thoughts. When was the last time that you did that? Can you even remember? For some of you listening, it might be a scurry concept might be a scary idea to be on your own with your own thoughts it is it can be uncomfortable for a lot of people mindfulness is about being present in the present moment not worrying about the past not thinking about the future being present and being mindful and aware of the thoughts that are coming in your head and not giving energy to those thoughts and you end up building those interactions in your head, those conversations that you're going to have with people. It's about being aware of the thoughts that are coming in your head and just letting them pass. It's not about not having any thoughts. That's impossible. That's absolutely impossible. It's about realising that you have a choice. You can choose to engage in these thoughts and yes sometimes you get caught off guard but that's the practice and it is a practice and it must be treated as such I said there isn't a mantra in mindfulness you use anchors to bring you back to the present moment and one of the best anchors and the anchor that I use personally is the breath you concentrate on the breath so when you sat there all you need to do is just sit there relaxed, good posture the only danger with lying down doing it is you're probably going to fall asleep. It is that relaxing. So you sit there, good posture, relaxed, and just concentrate on the breath. Concentrate on the breath. Diaphragmatic breathing, so breathing using your stomach, not breathing into your lungs, breathing using your stomach. Breathing in to inflate the stomach and breathe it out and now concentrate on that breath concentrate be aware of how that affects your body feel your shoulders rising your chest rising your stomach rising feel the air coming through your nostrils how does it feel on your lips and then when you catch yourself having these thoughts and your mind will drift it's natural your mind will drift use the breath acknowledge where your mind's gone and then just concentrate on the breath and the next time your mind wanders acknowledge come back to the breath and you can start that now one mindful breath start small incremental steps Everyone has time for one mindful breath. Breathe in, breathe out. Be totally present. And you work on it, you build on that. Like I said, it's a practice. And what are you trying to achieve? You're trying to achieve a peace. A peace. And as you'll continue your practice, 
the space between the thoughts will get larger and larger. So you will have thoughts, you'll engage with them, you'll put yourself back to the breath, keep in the present, another thought will come, and eventually, over time, the space between the thoughts, and you'll be able to pull yourself back quicker, and you'll acknowledge the thoughts coming, let them wash over you, don't give them any energy, and come back to the present. You're not trying to you're not trying to achieve some enlightenment. But you can achieve a little bit every day by the mere act of acknowledging your thoughts. Eckhart Tolle, the author of uh, Be Here Now, sums it up best, I think, when he says enlightenment is the space between your thoughts. So even the first attempt, it could be 10, 15 seconds between the next thought, the thought pattern that you see coming in. But in that time, you might like to think that you have achieved some sort of enlightenment, some sort of peace, inner peace. A space where you've not been dwelling about the past, worrying about the future. You've been totally present. We have about 50,000 thoughts a day. 50,000 thoughts enter your head in a day. It's a lot of thoughts, isn't it? And the scary thing is that a lot of us have the same thoughts every day, the same worries and same concerns. So when you start on this journey with mindfulness, this journey with an awareness of your body and your environment, just learn to let these thoughts go and anchor. Use your breath to bring it back to the present. Use your, use your breath, your pattern of breathing. It's always there, it's with you all the time. When your mind spirals out of control, just bring it back to the breath. Another good way of thinking about it is imagine your mindfulness practice imagine your mindfulness practice is like an app on your phone and there are apps and I'll go into um, some of the apps um, in a bit but imagine the art of meditation is an app on your phone so you're having a stressful day and you think right I'm having a stressful day eat well me up I was in a queue in the supermarket I queued for petrol I've had a stressful day at work fell out with my boss my missus is giving me an hard time so I'm going to do five minute meditation That's all well and good. Yeah, that's fine. That's a good way of doing it. So that meditation is like your five-minute space within a day. Another way of looking at it is imagine that mindfulness, that awareness, isn't just a five-minute thing that you do of an evening. Imagine if instead of an app, it was your whole operating system. Imagine if it was your whole operating system. So that's how you lived your life. And when you have these little pitfalls during your day, you can learn to come back to the breath. Don't make, don't make things bigger than they need to be. A lot of the other episodes that we've done talk about stuff like this. But I really like that description. Instead of it being an app, use it as an operating system. So it's there all the time in the background. 
not just the five minutes that you do later on in the day. Remaining present. Mindfulness can be more than just a meditation. You can do mindful walking. So again, when I said earlier, there's been a, there's been many a times when I've walked the dog, and from point A to B, I've not realised how I've got the. We do it in the car as well. We don't realise how we got from point A to B. So mindful walking. There's, there's a few times when um, I always tend to listen to podcasts when I'm walking the dog. But there's a few times when I will take the dog off for a walk. But I'll be trying to remain as present as I can during that 10-15 minute walk of looking above, looking at the wildlife, looking at the trees, looking at how the wind blows the leaves around, try and completely immerse myself in how my feet feel as I'm walking, the noises, the sounds, try and be completely aware in that moment. It's not easy, it takes practice and I'm, I'm no expert by any means, but I'm trying. Think about mindful eating. I'm guilty of this, definitely. I sit there, my meal comes and I don't come up for her until I've ate it. But think about actually chewing your food and a practice that um, I'll go into a few books at the end, but in this book there's, there's a practice of eating raisins and actually being aware and feeling the raisin, experiencing how it feels, that kinesthetic, how it feels in the fingers and the how it feels in the tongue and the textures and the tastes, really engaging with the whole experience of, of eating. So if you want to find out more about mindfulness, there are some great resources. Obviously YouTube's your friend here, there's loads of actual meditations. Just type in mindfulness meditations into YouTube. A few books that I found really interesting and really helpful and I still utilise them to this day. Dr. Mark Williams and Andy Penman's mindfulness book. It also comes with an audio CD with with the meditations on there. That's on Amazon, on Audible. There's also Andy Puddicombe, who's got a really good TED Talk about meditation and about headspace. His take on mindfulness is this headspace. There's also a really good headspace app, which is really good. Now, the way I like to use mindfulness, again, going back to that, utilising it as an operating system, um... I try and write down in the morning, I try and write down a few of the thoughts that are in my head, just in a little journal. And I don't commit to doing this every day. I try and write a few thoughts down that were, that were just in my head when I wake up, just to get them down on paper. Either first thing in the morning, or when I come home from work at the end of the day, I do try and utilise just five minutes sat on my own, whether that be with a cup of tea, or just sat on the couch, or sat outside, I really do try and utilise sitting outside, closing my eyes, being with the breath and just taking in the sounds and the stimulus that are going on around me. With no phone, no TV, no radio, just really taking in and trying to connect and be present. I also utilise it throughout the day. Um, if I'm in any scenarios where I do start feeling a little bit anxious, getting a little bit stressed, I will take myself away and just have a little three-minute three-minute body scan, which is um, a meditation in the Matt Williams and Andy Pen, Penman book. Just a three-minute reset. And I'll be aware of... It's something we've spoke about in the anxiety episode. I am... I, I will be more aware of 
how it's affecting my body and not engaging with the thoughts that are going in my head. I move away from engaging with the thoughts and giving them energy. And I take that awareness inside the body. And I stay with the breath. There are just a few examples of how I of how I utilise mindfulness in my everyday life. Don't get me wrong, I would like to commit to it more. I would like to have to do it every day. But I do believe that I have incorporated it into my operating system. It's not just something that I do sit down 10 minutes every night and do this. I have tried to ingrain it in my operating system and my my routines during the day. I do try not to dwell too much on the past or think too far ahead in the future. I do try and remain present. I do try and um, engage in an all-around awareness. It's not easy, but it is a practice. Mindfulness practice, and it must be treated as such. And I do believe that if more people engaged in this practice, um, there would be a lot less suffering. There would be a lot less suffering. So thank you for listening. And I'll see you next time.